This episode is powered by Wise Wellness Guild, a platform aimed at advancing women. Wise connects you to women and minority-owned wellness experts, brands, and wellness services. Visit the link in What the Fit Instagram bio or the show notes and become a member for free today and gain special perks at Wise Wellness Guild, your women's wellness authority. Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, alive and well with a zest for life again because I no longer am sick. Today's snippet, it's just me because I've had a crazy like 48 hours of traveling back home from Colorado after the biggest snowstorm they've had in a century. I was supposed to get in back to Cincinnati on Sunday night. It was just a quick little weekend trip. I have a very good friend who lives out there and wanted to see her, wanted to be in the mountains. It was Ryan's birthday. It was also somewhat of like a belated birthday trip for me too. We hadn't traveled anywhere in so long, obviously, duh. And so we're like, let's book a $58 Frontier flight to Denver, see Brookie, spend the weekend in the mountains, just a little getaway, we'll snowmobile, Ryan skis, perfect. And uh, it was perfect. It was, it was a really, a really wonderful, relaxing weekend away. I think I slept like over nine hours every night, which was incredible. But like I mentioned, we're supposed to get home on Sunday night and we got up into the mountains very easy on Friday night. And so we were going to stay in the mountains Friday night, Saturday night in a condo in Winter Park, really close to the ski town. Uh, We got in no problem. And then it started snowing. Well, this is the thing, okay? They kept being like, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be two to five feet of snow, all like all these things. And you're like, oh my God, like, are we going to be stuck in the mountains? Like, should we not go but then we flew all the way out here to just not be in the mountains and then if we do get snowed in and we're just stuck in Fort Collins in the apartment we'd rather be snowed in the mountains okay so we made the decision the executive decision to go to the mountains but it was a little it was kind of stressful now that I'm thinking back on it I I was trying to do like a self-reflection and assessment of the trip and I, I, was, I was picking up on myself that I was like, I kind of have some low level, I don't want to say anxiety. I literally just don't even want to say the word anxiety after my issues last week. But it was just maybe kind of like a frantic energy. But it, it was a situation where like, we don't know what's going to happen. And my friend Brooke was like, you might have to be here longer than you expect. And I was like, no. I can't. I cannot. I have to be home. I'm recording Monday night. I have a full day of work. I am finally, after over two weeks, feeling like myself again. And I just need to start the week and be back in my routine. So I was very resistant to this idea that we might not be able to get home when we were supposed to get home. And I say all this because it was like, okay, the snow's coming. 
okay, it's not really snowing at, at all. There's, there's nothing. Is it even going to be a thing? And then it started coming down probably like Saturday night, mid, yeah, Saturday midday. Okay, it was, I've never seen so much snow in my life. I, I kept trying to be like, have I seen this much snow? But I truly have not. It was gorgeous. It was like you were in a different world. Like there was probably, I don't know, four, four and a half feet on the ground. It was pretty, it was pretty nuts. They canceled our flight. Like they just even didn't rebook it. They just like canceled Sunday night, Sunday night flight. And so that's when you're like, okay, well, we're here. And then it was also kind of stressful. Like, okay, can we stay another night? Is the Airbnb going to kick us out? If they don't, where can we go? The pass out of the mountains was closed. Do we going to sleep in the car? Like, what, what, what's going to happen? So there was some stress to it. But overall, it was a very relaxing and a very good for me trip on multiple levels. I'm going to get to the favorite workout. So just relax. It's coming. But I do, I do just want to kind of talk about this trip because it was, it was very meaningful for me. So obviously the piece of like not being able to travel or get away is hard for everyone. And I know that is likely what everyone misses the most is being able to travel. And I'm no exception. Ryan and I would travel all the time in the past, like, like sometimes like a, like a little weekend trip like this, right? Like maybe you take off a Friday, but you're home by Sunday. It's really not disruptive to the work week that much. We would do a a trip somewhere usually like once a month. I mean, maybe, you know, just Chicago or if it's New York to see our friends, whatever. And, and it was those trips for us are, it's our bonding time. Like that's the time where we have to work together to plan the trip, to plan the transportation, to find out what we're doing. Like it's just such a team effort for us. And it just is a really strong point of connection that we'd missed. And now like we're back and it feels like a whole, almost like a new relationship. So that's really exciting. And I know probably a lot of you can relate when you're like with a spouse or with a significant other, and you've been with them all of quarantine. I don't know about you, but it you it just gets like okay, like the love is just a little different than it was before, and the relationship just feels like okay, this is it. I'm perfectly happy. I'm per- I'm I'm very much in love with you. You're a lovely person. I like I like to be around you sometimes but it just is just not the same as being able to experience something new together and getting out of the house out of the routine so that was really good that was a piece that was really good for me the other piece the sleep wow it I'm talking like I was in bed at like 8 30 which was I guess technically 10 30 our time so not too much of a difference I just was reading and I was relaxed and I was like an edible one to two edibles a day and just chilled the fuck out. It was really good for, yeah, I I mean, like there was some stress, right? But whatever, there's always stress in some point. So it was good just for me to relax and wind, get out of the 
kind of rat race of <laughs> the rat race of Cincinnati that we live in. No, you know, just the, the routine. Plus, last piece that was so great was that around Saturday, I was back 100% with my health. Taste and smell were back completely. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, did she have COVID? No, it was a sinus infection from hell. And it lasted over two weeks. I thought I would never recover. I thought I had permanently damaged my smell and taste because of the inflammation in my sinuses. Turns out I am okay and I've made a full recovery. And so, you know, the time being, I hadn't been home and, and feeling as good as I was feeling. And, and so it was like so great to get back, back home. And I just like missed home again in a time when you're like, I'm, I never leave the house. I don't really do much. I was just so excited to get home and feel like myself again. I'm like, I'm so excited to work out today. I, I was literally counting down the hours to go work out with Johnny just because I was like, oh, I have the energy I did workouts while I was, you know, not feeling a hundred percent and they were fine. You kind of just like pushed through it, but I was like, I'm ready to attack it. And it was great. So it was a really good trip. Uh, I have a couple more trips coming up too. So that will be really fun. And I feel invigorated with travel again. Uh, again, just like little, a little weekend weekenders, if you will. Well, I guess my one in April is not a weekender. Like, you guys care that it's, I'm trying to, like, keep it a surprise. But, uh, yeah, so that was the Colorado trip. Um, it's th- a reason why I don't have anyone on the snippet today is because I had to totally rearrange the schedule with getting back really, really late on Monday night versus getting back on Sunday. And I had to move the main guest around, and it was, it was just kind of ordeal. So, just me. But I hope that... You, um, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. I was going to say, I hope that you enjoy it, but here it is. And you're going to fucking get what you get. I'm just joking. Um, I really appreciate everyone's messages after I was coming off my sickness and I kind of gave a lot of, I just expelled a lot of my anxious health energy and I got a lot of nice responses back from listeners. So I truly appreciate you. Do you know what time it is? It's hot yoga time. It's hot yoga season, baby. Get yourself into a hot room with 102 degrees, 40% humidity. Get that mood boost. Forget all about the ice and cold. You're basically transported right to Tulum. If you're looking for high energy, hot fitness, get yourself to Body Alive, an OG in the Cincy fitness scene. Body Alive offers more than just hot power yoga. They have classes like hot body sculpt, hot mat Pilates, bar, bounce, cycle classes, and more. You know me, I'm a big fan of hot power yoga and have been craving a cycle class lately, so I'll be hitting them up real soon. Instructors can make or break a group fitness experience. We all know that. Body Alive has experienced instructors that will motivate you, focus on proper alignment, and be there for you through every sweaty minute. No matter where you are in your fitness journey or where you are in Cincinnati, there's a place for you at Body Alive. They have four studios in the Cincinnati area, Kenwood, Oakley, Mason, and Crestview Hills, and an online studio. Click the link in the What The Fit Podcast Instagram bio to sign up for a class today. Get yourself in that hot room. You know you want to. 
Body Alive. Go sign up now and make sure you let them know what the fit sent you. Okay, favorite workout. Here we are. What was my favorite workout? I would, I'm going to say my favorite workout was when I failed at my attempt to pick up 300 pounds off the ground. So let's talk about that. I knew going in, right? I mentioned this last week. I did not feel super confident. I've been very sick for two weeks. I had missed some workouts. I was pretty sure I didn't, I didn't lose much strength based on, it's just based on different workouts, basically based on Johnny telling me I didn't lose any strength. But I did feel, I, I, when we, when we, when I walked into the gym last Wednesday, a week ago Wednesday, Johnny was like, how do you feel? And I was like, I'm probably at like 70%. He's like, okay, well, we don't, you know, we don't, I'm like, I want to do it. Let's just keep adding weight until I can't pick it up anymore. Let's just see where we are. This fucking goal. Here I am complaining about this goal. And this is the point of having a difficult to achieve goal. Like I'm going to, I am going to pick it up one day and then it's going to be over. And I'm going to look back and I'm going to, yeah, sure. Remember the one second. It's probably going to take more than a second. Remember the whatever time that I spent on that one rep, but it's really going to be the whole entire journey and process of achieving this goal that is, that is going to be cemented in my mind. So I know I need to appreciate the journey and I am, I truly am. I'm impatient. I'm getting impatient, but this is, this is perhaps the lesson I need to learn. And this is why we set difficult goals because it gives us the opportunity to learn the lessons that we need to learn. So we tried. I picked up 255. And remember, this is after we've changed the lift. It was a trap bar deadlift. Now it's a straight bar deadlift. We uh, had the back injury. I had the... When I do pick up 300 and Johnny comes on the podcast to recount this whole experience, we will go through other trials and tribulations. But there's been a few recently that have kind of been like setbacks so I picked up 255 and it felt fine and then I went for 265 and I we were filming it so I could see my form which is hugely important for me because I saw my form but I I saw myself pick up 255 and it went up fairly easily fairly easily but I I could tell right away. He gives me the cue all the time to push hard into the floor rather than think of like picking up the bar, which is intuitive to me. And I'm sure to most people that don't have experience lifting that you're thinking like, okay, I'm picking up the bar, but really the movement is driving your feet and legs into the ground, which then, you know, causes you to stand up and lift the bar with you. And it was so evident when I looked at that video, like I was not doing, I mean, I think I'm doing it. I'm telling myself in my mind to do it. It was not, I was not executing. I wish, <laughs> I, I could have picked up 265. I think now, like at me feeling 100% again and back in, if we did this tomorrow, I would get 265. Because the the bar was at my knees when I failed. All I have to do is get the bar over my knees. And it's like, I, st- 
I stand up very quickly and easily. And it was like right there. Like I just, I think, you know, just again, I wasn't feeling my best. I didn't want to like super push it. So I just let it go, which is what Johnny said to do when we started. He's like, just don't let it go if you need to let it go. So I did, but but that was a good workout because it at least let me know where I am, where I have to go, and what I need to work on. Johnny said from here on out, it's form. Like we just got to practice technique and we have to practice the movement. And that actually isn't the fun part to me because that just gets a little bit technical in my brain. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I wish I had a, I wish I had a better way to describe it. It's not like learning a dance and like choreography, but it kind of feels like it is. Like you have to tell your body what to do and how to move. And it has to respond in the way that you want it to. Isn't it so funny how in our minds, especially go back to this analogy of dancing, right? Like you think you're doing something and it looks a certain way in your mind. And then you see yourself on video or you like catch a glimpse in the mirror and you're like, that's not what I look like. (laughs) That's not what I'm doing. What's happening? That's how it is with lifting. I'm like, I'm listening to your cue. I'm doing your cue. I'm thinking of all the things. And you see it on video and you're like, what the fuck is that, you hunchback? <sighs> so that's that. I'm excited to continue. I'm excited to continue. Again, I'm a little reinvigorated. So that's good. I hope you can hear it in my voice. I hope you can hear the uplifted energy spirit in my voice. And if I pull the bullshit that I pulled the last time and I'm back on that bullshit. I need someone to redirect me to this podcast episode so I can listen and know the truth that sickness and illness and any state of mind actually is not permanent. This too shall pass. I need a constant reminder of that. Okay, so the thing I want to talk about, um, I know I've just been kind of blabbering away I will talk really quickly about how my PMS is going because I know you guys are dying to hear about it and wants to know the update. So I've been going to acupuncture with Allie Treby. She's amazing. Past podcast guest. If you haven't listened to her talk about Chinese medicine, please go. It may very well change your life. Allie is now the acupuncturist of the girlies. I think I talked about and again, girlies meaning everyone. <laughs> um, I think I talked about this on, on last week's, but I am now, what is the date? Today, the 16th, I'm about three days away from my next period. So the PMS would, would really be like amping up this week, right? The week before is when I had experienced symptoms. And I, I, I'm like, I'm being very mindful and I want to pay I'm paying attention to how I feel because I want to be able to come back to her come back to her next month and say hey this is this is how I'm feeling what's going on so I'm not I'm not noticing anything yet and again maybe it's meant I was I was traveling so things were a little bit different I was out of a typical routine I don't know but I'm very optimistic and I've been loving the results when I got acupuncture, 
last week, I guess it was last week, it was right on the right around the time I recorded with Kelly Gurley. And that night, and yes, that night, and the night after, and the night after, I had the best sleeps of my life. Like, I crashed so hard the night. So I got acupuncture around 5 p.m., came home, recorded with Kelly. Her and I went out and grabbed a bite to eat. And as soon as I was, like, done eating and I walked back home, I I could not even keep my eyes open. I was so tired, and it was, like, the best kind of, like, heavy, like, you're just laying there with your eyes closed and like your body feels heavy and soft and warm and it's just like the most pleasant feeling before you're about to drift off I woke up the next morning and I texted Allie and I was like hey was I just maybe really super tired last night or did this have something to do with the acupuncture and she was like it's definitely the acupuncture um you know when you can get someone into that deep of a parasynthetic state which is which is what happened when I went to acupuncture she was like if it's earlier in the day and you are tired your body will probably force you to nap if it's later in the night then you'll just like crash really hard because that's what your body needs to do so likely you know I've been repairing after being sick and it was just it was incredible like it was such a nice sleepy feeling and that it also happened the next night I mean I'm talking my typical bedtime is probably like 11 11 30 I was like, could, couldn't wait to get into bed at like 9.30. So more to come with the amazing Allie Treby. But I'm loving my experience so far. I will continue to go. I will continue to report back. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM me. Uh, call the voicemail. Let me know. Uh, speaking of voicemail, we've got one voicemail. So let's get to it. Hey, Chrissy, it's Savannah, a.k.a. Think Savvy, and I just listened to your Wednesday snippet, and I have to say, Anna and I both made it down the slippery slope without being on our ass, and so I had to give that little correction, but also to just remind you how beautiful and amazing you are. And how special it is to have someone like you to bring so many girlies around who are so different and mentally diverse. And we all came <laughs> from different backgrounds, from different experiences. And I think we all left, you know, with a, with our hearts a little, a little bit bigger. Um, I think we all grew in different ways that weekend, and it takes someone really special like you to be able to say fuck it and bring <laughs> all of those people and girls together. I have not been in a group of girls that large since college. I realized that when I got home, like, holy shit, that was an experience. But shout out to all the girlies in high school. I call them girlskies, okay? So girlies and girlskies, you know who you are. Keep shining. Keep being great. If you are an anxiety-driven bitch, be that bitch, okay? If you're meek and reserved and, you know, hold it in, hold it in. But be yourself authentically. 
and embrace every moment. I love you. Have a good day. Oh, my God. Savvy. Can you please call me daily and deliver this type of voicemail and I will wake up in the morning and I will press play and someone will say, keep you, you are the someone, will say, keep shining. Oh, that was such a good voicemail. Thank you. And also, thank you so much for correcting me. I did not know that you and Anna made it down the slippery slope of doom from hiking in Hocking Hills on Girlies Weekend. I thought for sure everyone was on their ass. So congratulations. I stand corrected. Uh, Editor's note, we will do what we need to do to amend any history books or published documents from the weekend. That makes sense that you, you guys were, well, this was it. You guys were the last ones down. So you got to see all the ways that we fucked up and we couldn't get down and then you could strategize and make it. Good for you. Fucking smart girlies. Um, oh, I, I really love this. Thank you. I couldn't agree with you more. The message, be yourself. Be yourself, be yourself. There's, it's so like stupid when they're like, be yourself. There's no one else like you. But it's true. It's so true. I don't want to be an anxiety-driven bitch, though. I will say that. I don't want to be in that state. And I'm not. Like, that's the other thing. I am not that person. Was I experiencing that state of mind for a period of time? Yes, I was. But that's not who I am. Those I will let those feelings come and go as they do and observe them and not attach meaning to them or not Make it into a thing that's not. That is what I will do. So thank you for the reminder, Savannah. Thank you for calling to the voicemail. Thank you for being such a great, amazing girly, and I love you too. All right, guys. I know we're all locked up, and even when we do go out, it's absolutely not the same as the good old days, like you're back on spring break, grinding away in a sweaty club. But you can get that same beat-bumping energy in a dark room. I'm talking about a Shred 415 workout. You've heard Jess and Bassie on the podcast. You've heard me rave about this workout. It's time you experience it for yourself. Quick rundown. It's a 60-minute workout, instructor-designed and led, to empower you and keep you working hard. The workout is broken into four 15-minute increments, alternating between the tread and the floor. So there's no way you're getting bored. The owners, Justin Bassey, are incredible people, so you know that you're stepping into an inclusive fitness community that's welcome and open to all fitness levels. Shred 415 is located on Red Bank Expressway near the corner of Red Bank and Madison Road. Go check them out with their new client offer, buy one class, get one class free, and tell them what the fit sent you. I'm going to start incorporating classes into my weekly routine because I'm really missing that little cardio pump. So I hope to see you on the decks and treads soon. While we're on this topic, though, about Girlies Weekend, and this was something that I was trying to think about and materialize in my brain. Is there something that we can do, we being the What The Fit community, that is like a, a girlies weekend in Hocking Hills. Now, I'm not saying 
that I want to organize said weekend, but I'm not saying that I don't. I'm, I guess I'm asking, is there an appetite for an event? And listen, you've got, you know, you've got the beauty booths doing their thing with like with overnight retreats, I think. There's probably some other people. I think Rachel DeRochers has done a retreat before. Like, this isn't a new concept. People do this really well. And I know that if, if someone's interested, they, they can find somewhere in some place to get to get the value of this. But I'm, I don't know. Is there something that we could do for our community or what the fit community? Is there interest? Call the voicemail. Let me know what you're thinking. Some kind of girlies thing. I don't know. Again, I'm not saying it has to be a weekend away. Maybe that's a lot. Uh, maybe it's a day kind of retreat. Just a day. I don't know. I might be I might be biting off more than I can chew, but I but I want to hear from you guys and see where you are. What what the what the appetite is. Okay, um, wild card. Let's do, let's do what book I'm reading because this is hot on my mind and it's a fantastic book that I'm reading and it is called 2,000 Miles Together, The Story of the Largest Family to Hike the Appalachian Trail. It's such a good read. I just don't even want to give too much away except to say you really should read it because in a few weeks, the author of this book and the man who hiked over 2,000 miles with his family completing the Appalachian Trail is coming on the podcast to talk about this book. So it would be really cool if you read it before the podcast episode because I'm reading it now and I'm I'm just about done. It is a really good read, you guys. It I am so excited for this podcast episode to talk to him like after reading the book, I'm making notes as I read just to dive in. So, kind of like a could do a little what the fit book club, if you will. It's on Amazon. It's a he's self-publishing this book, so it's a trip, right? support them. He's, he's local, got a big family. He's coming on soon. 2000 miles together, the story of the largest family to hike the Appalachian trail. I'll post about it, but it's good. Like, I'm like, I can't wait to just pick up where I left off. Kind of good. All right. Um, coming up Friday, I've got Nikki Owens, the owner of mint yoga studio. She's super educated yogi, uh, PhD. She's going to talk about all things yoga. Really pumped and excited to talk to her. Uh, also next week, so that's this week coming up Friday, but also next week we'll get back to some guests on the snippet and you won't just be hearing from me. I think I mentioned before that Anna Rose, the owner of Pure Bar Kenwood was coming on. It's supposed to be this week, but it's going to be next week. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all very much. If you would like to be a part of this energy exchange where I'm giving you this podcast episode to put in your ears and guide you along a walk or guide you along through your chores, you can give me that energy back 
by posting to your socials or telling your friends and family and coworkers about the podcast that you love it so much and you need them to listen. Thanks a lot. Love you. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.